We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on local now, channel 525. 1280 The Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News I'm Michael Harrington in Washington The Supreme Court says it will indefinitely block a lower court order curbing Biden administration efforts to combat controversial social media posts Those topics include COVID-19 and election security. The justices said Friday they would hear arguments in a lawsuit filed by Louisiana, Missouri, and others accusing administration officials of unconstitutionally squelching conservative points of view. The new case adds to a term already heavy with social media issues. White House communications staffers, the Surgeon General, and the FBI are among those who would have been affected by the order. Keith Peters reporting. Israeli warplanes struck targets in Gaza overnight, as well as a couple of airports inside of Syria. They're also having trouble from Lebanon via Hezbollah. This is SRN News. Mark Levin sees yet another power grab. This is an attack on the First Amendment. This is an attack on our electoral system. What you're seeing here, Jack Smith, at the behest of Merrick Garland, are seizing the electoral power from the American people in Congress for themselves. They are seizing the power to decide what will and will not fly in election. Mark Levin, weeknights at 8 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. From the Genovations Regions Weather Center, why not give your pastor something pretty cool? They can have dinner with Jeff Allen, go to his performance, and get his book, Register to win at am980themission.com, our sister station. This is AM1280, The Patriot. Let's take a look at your weather. Today, patchy fog and probably sunny high 58. Tomorrow, probably sunny high 65. Portions of the following program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master Control. Go flight. Studio Engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter, feel free to do so. Just use hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N show. Hashtag Narn show for any comments or questions. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. 
on this uh, beautiful fall day. Uh, no Vikings today, so hopefully uh, we have a few more uh, live listeners than normal, given the Vikings don't play till tomorrow. But, like I say, it's a beautiful fall day. November is lurking. So we know uh, folks are cherishing every last bit of nice weekend weather they can get. So if you aren't listening to this until the podcast, well, we appreciate however you choose to listen to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And, yeah, folks, uh, we're coming up on 20 years on the air as of early March. So 20 years. Yeah, we're um, about four and a half months away from the 20th anniversary of the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And uh, like my friend and colleague Mitch Berg always says, it's high time maybe we have the 10th anniversary celebration of the NARN uh, before we actually hit the 20th anniversary. Yeah, things have been busy (laughs) the past 10 years, I guess you could say. Uh, But either way, stay tuned to the Northern Alliance Radio Network for all of the uh, future events that may be taking place. Well, it's kind of difficult week in and week out to not talk about the uh, situation that's occurring uh, over in Israel. Obviously, it was just a little over two weeks ago that Hamas committed barbaric uh, attacks on the country of uh, Israel, where, well, I mean, Israel country population about 9.3 million, and when you have hundreds, literally hundreds of Israelis killed in this terrorist attack, that's the equivalent of multiple 9-11s from the Israeli perspective, given the uh, uh, per capita uh, deaths that took place. And, you know, a virulent anti-Semitism is a story about as old as time, and people have shown... I, I guess what I should say is I'm not surprised by the anti-Semitic, anti-Zionist Uh, sentiments that have been on display by some in our American media as well as some of our uh, far-left progressive politicos. I guess I'm not surprised it's been on display, but the level it's been on display and the naked anti-Semitism, I have to admit even I was kind of taken aback. And, you know, free speech and all that, people want to march in the streets and, and defend these actions, you know, so be it. That's fine. I, you know, I'm a big First Amendment ad advocate. Uh, and if anything, I like these people letting us know who they are, because then we can, you know, take notes for for future reference. But the problem is when you start delving into blatant misinformation and supposed adults in the room parrot parroting that misinformation, it has real-world consequences. Well, what am I talking about? Well, uh, there was a situation that occurred this uh, past week. There was uh, high, uh, obviously, with a lot of uh, bombings and warfare taking place, because Israel, let's face it, they have a right to defend themselves, and they dis- they declared full-scale war uh, against Hamas in the aftermath of these terror attacks. And this past week, I think it was uh, this past Tuesday, if I'm not mistaken, Tuesday or Wednesday time frame, the New York Times reported about a blast that took place in Gaza. And their headline read, Hundreds reported killed in blast at a Gaza hospital. And the subhead read, With President Biden about to arrive in Israel, Palestinians and Israelis blamed each other for the explosion 
that devastated the hospital where people had sought shelter from Israel bombing. Uh, was that a complaint, by the way, Consigliere? No. You're, no. You're having an animated discussion. so I <laughs> Always. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, uh, so I bring – it's like, okay, in this day and age – of media it's it's a it's a cutthroat business it's a it's a, it's been a competitive business even when it was just maybe the three major networks abc nbc cbs back I'm, I'm old enough to remember back in the 70s and 80s that's where you got your breaking news they would occasionally cut in on your favorite primetime tv show to deliver breaking news and and you know it's a competitive business yeah you want to be accurate but they also look at it as you know a, a ratings boon if they could get breaking news well, it's amazing to me how media outlets, as well as prominent newspapers and whatnot, have not learned the lesson that it would be prudent to be correct than to be first. Because if you're going to run with, hey, an Israeli blast killed hundreds of people in a Gaza hospital, you got to know what the fallout is going to be if indeed that's true. So you want to be sure that it's true. And uh, Guy Benson, who is the uh, political editor, or is the uh, I believe he's the editor in chief at Town Hall, uh, wrote a piece about this at Town Hall in the aftermath of this. How the media and the squad, and of course, you, you know the squad, the prominent progressive members of the House, like Johan Omar, Rashida Tlaib. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Cory Bush, Jamal Bowman. I believe it's, it's expanded over the years. Ayanna Presley. It's brought in some more progressive members. Well, the media and the squad were awfully quick to blame Israel for the hospital blast in Gaza. Again, this is from Guy Benson at townhall.com. On Tuesday afternoon, U.S. time, a huge explosion rocked a crowded hospital in Gaza, reportedly killing hundreds. The health ministry in the, ter- in the territory, better known as Hamas, the terrorist organization that just slaughtered 1,300 Jews a week and a half ago, immediately blamed Israel, as Hamas is wont to do. Despite a long history of Hamas lying and killing Jews, and despite Israel's longstanding and extensive efforts to avoid c- civilian casualties, including roof knocks and evacuation warnings, much of the news media reflexively rushed to uncritically report the terrorist's accusation. By the time even some of the resulting dust had settled, the narrative that the Israelis had bombed the hospital had zoomed around the world. You know, you know the old saying, uh, uh, a lie is halfway around the world before the truth even gets out of bed. We're seeing that. We saw that play out with this. Uh, The narrative was extremely premature and was quickly called into serious doubt by emerging and growing evidence that the culprit for the blast was an errant rocket fired by Palestinian terrorists intended for Israel. But by the point the facts were starting to get checked, the certain headlines and news alerts had already been pushed out to countless millions all over the world. And uh, um, IDF, Israeli Defense Forces, on Twitter um, basically took screenshots of all of these outlets putting it out there, saying media outlets around the globe were quick to run to run Hamas's headlines without fact-checking we now know that an Islamic Jihad rocket aimed at Israel misfired and hit the hospital in Gaza. Here's just kind of some of a sample of some of the headlines. CNN. 
Hundreds killed in Israeli strike on Gaza hospital, Palestinian officials say. Wall Street Journal. Israeli airstrike in Gaza hospital kills more than 500, Palestinian officials say. Uh, the AP, Associated Press. Hamas says Israeli airstrike on Gaza hospital kills 100 as Biden heads to Mideast. Of course, I already read the New York Times uh, headline, Israeli strike kills hundreds in hospital, Palestinians say. Uh, Al Jazeera, Israeli airstrikes have killed hundreds of Palestinians in Al Ari Arab Hospital in Gaza City, where thousands are seeking medical treatment and shelter from heavy bombardment. Must be nice to be a terrorist organization to know that if you decide to emit propaganda, that there are all too willing media outlets ready to take it and run with it and publish it as if it were truth. That must be a very comforting feeling, don't you think? I mean, it was determined very early on. I mean, this, I mean, this has been the strategy of these jihadi organizations, terrorist organizations, anyhow. That what they do is set up headquarters in these hospitals. And they don't try to make a secret of it. Because then they can commit atrocities, i.e. slaughtering hundreds of Jews, and then go set up shop headquarters in these hospitals. And if Israel tries to take revenge and try to bomb them back to the Stone Ages from their headquarters, which is these hospitals, they can win the propaganda war. And they're all too willing to be martyrs here, right? They're, they're, they're willing to die for that cause. Absolutely. They're begging to, to, to be bombed in that place where there are civilians gathered. And then they can win the propaganda war, saying that Israel is the aggressor. Israel is the bad guy here. Well, as we have now learned, continuing with Guy Benson's piece, is that it was complete bullpucky. Why did the Israeli Defense Forces feel confident in asserting just hours later that the explosion for which they'd been blamed was caused by an Islamic Jihad rocket that misfired and hit the hospital? Well, the aforementioned emerging and growing evidence. For instance, an anti-Israel network appearing to have aired the rocket barrage in question as it happened live and other footage where it showed very clearly that a building had not collapsed under the weight of this explosion. I mean, you just look at the you just look at the pictures of it. There there was some windows that were blown out as a result of this blast that turned out didn't come from Israel, but that's another story entirely. Even if it did come from Israel, windows were shot out, but that was about it. The structure was still intact, still standing. And as Noah Rothman at National Review pointed out via tweet, uh, this is shaping up to be an unmitigated debacle for the news outlets whose instinct was to run with Hamas's version of events. Whoa, 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 wait a second. You mean running with a version of events that a terrorist organization conveys probably isn't best practices for the media? Do tell. Oh, do tell. Oh, we've got a lot more to say about this, and uh, we'll be available to take your phone calls as well. 651-289-4488. That is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And we do have the live stream of our broadcast up and running at the Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. Brad Carlson back in mere moments with another segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere.
What is dedication? People ask how your children learn how to ride a bike and you didn't. I just created an environment where they taught themselves and all I had to do was be there. That's dedication. Visit fatherhood.gov to hear more. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about 100% drug-free Relief Factor. I've been taking Relief Factor for years now to help me deal with pain in my body. My wife takes it as well. The reason we tell everyone uh, we know about it is simple. We found it really works to help our bodies fight off the inflammation that causes aches and pains. Whether it's the pain of injuries you've sustained or just the natural pains from the mileage over the years, Relief Factor can help. I've never looked back. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it works for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Feel the difference. This is Dennis Prager. Now you can listen to my show when it's convenient for you. And without censorship from big tech, become a member of the ultimate online community for all things Prager. It's PragerTopia Unlimited. Listen to the show on demand when it's easiest for you. This includes every radio show, every segment, and every guest over the last 10 years. And it's commercial free. You can even share your favorite segments with your friends. Plus, you'll get the same email from Alan Estrin that I receive every night about the most important issues to read about. PragerTopia Unlimited members can also listen to every program, lecture, and course that is in the Prager store. Thousands of hours. You can even listen to all my Torah teachings for free. Share my passion for free speech. Join today and save 25% off the first year and get a free PragerTopia coffee mug. It's all things Prager, PragerTopia Unlimited. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Record-setting four-time Emmy Award winner Michelle Tafoya discusses politics and the state of our culture, free from mainstream media pressures. That means you'll find unhindered commentary and astute observations that bring greater depth to the topic at hand. Insight from subject matter experts and thought leaders round out the conversation. The Michelle Tafoya Podcast, free on YouTube or stream via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Looking to make a difference? Volunteer for your local fire department. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. Visit MakeMeAFirefighter.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. This is me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N-Show. And you can also check out the live stream of our broadcast. Just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give our Facebook page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And feel free to follow along on the broadcast there where you can leave a comment or question. Where our good friend Wild Wilson, as always, weighs in. And a good Sunday to you, too, Wild, as he uh, checks in from Texas on a weekly basis. Uh, thanks, as always, for tuning in. Uh, continuing our discussion regarding the uh, media disinformation campaign 
regarding what's gone on in Israel, specifically a uh, hospital that they alleged Israeli military bombed. Hospital in Gaza, turns out it was a misfired rocket that didn't even completely destroy the hospital yet because a certain organization, or because Palestinians in particular, put out, yeah, you know, this hospital in Gaza collapsed thanks to this Israeli bombing. 500 people are 500 people are dead. Well, no, that didn't didn't happen that way. And of course, you have Rashida Tlaib, one of the members of the squad, Michigan uh, Congresswoman. She was all too quick to parrot uh, what uh, parrot this uh, narrative because, well, you know, it's uh, it certainly benefits her and her constituent and what she believes. So Rashida Tlaib, shortly after this uh, bombing, you know, Israel just bombed the Baptist hospital, killing 500 Palestinians, doctors, children's patients, just like that. POTUS, this is what happens when you refuse to facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. Your war and destruction only approach as open, your, uh, your war and destruction only approach has opened my eyes and many Palestinian Americans and Muslim Americans like me. We will remember where you stood. That's uh, Rashida Tlaib, far-left congresswoman out of Michigan. And, of course, our own Ilhan Omar, Minnesota's 5th Congressional District congresswoman. Bombing hospitals among the gravest of war crimes. The IDF reportedly blowing up one of the few places the injured and wounded can seek medical treatment and shelter during a war is horrific. POTUS needs to push for an immediate ceasefire to end this slaughter. And both these those tweets are still up, by the way. Okay. Rashida Tlaib has never apologized. Ilhan Omar was confronted by a reporter uh, in the uh, uh, in the halls of Congress, and she scurried away, didn't have any comment. Not surprising. So the, basically the, the chanting points are the same. The president needs to uh, call for a cease, facilitate a ceasefire and help de-escalate. Well, number one, uh, Israel is a, its own entity, its own separate country. They have a right to defend themselves, and they will defend themselves. And guess what? We don't have word one to say about it, if you want to be blunt. But let's just let's just tackle this, because I, I've not got a good answer. And if someone wants to tackle this, feel free to call in, 651-289-4488, or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, because I am genuinely curious uh, what I'm about to ask here. This isn't a rhetorical question. I'm genuinely curious what people think. And that is, when you call for a ceasefire or you believe there should be a ceasefire, what does that look like? What What do you think will happen if a ceasefire occurs? If Israel, let's say Israel is proactive. Let's say, say you know what? Uh, this, this, isn't, this probably isn't the best course of action upon further review. We're going to lay down our weapons here. Uh, we're we're going to call for a ceasefire, and and we ask that Hamas and and anybody else, uh, any other of their allies, they they ceasefire as well. But we'll be the first to do it. We'll put our money where our mouth is. We here in Israel, uh, we're laying down our weapons. Ceasefire. What what do you what 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 would happen after that? Because the implication here from Congresswomen Tlaib and Omar is that's what needs to happen. There needs to be a ceasefire, and that would be a step in the right direction. Okay, what what would happen if Israel 
takes that tactic. I'm asking here. Serious question. Because I don't think they've really thought this through or they don't really care to look beyond their blinders about what would happen because it would puncture a lot of narratives. And plus, they come off as, as, as looking all righteous because they know full well Israel's not going to demand a ceasefire. Israel is not going to engage in a ceasefire because they had at least 1,300 of their citizens senselessly slaughtered. And Rashida Tlaib talks about being pro-Palestinian. You know, uh, she's obviously of Palestinian descent. And, and as I said last week, look, there are citizens of Palestine who want nothing to do with this conflict. They want to live in peace. They don't want to have any of their own citizens killed, obviously, and they don't want any Israeli citizens killed. And they were against what Hamas did. I venture to say that there are Palestinian citizens who convey that sentiment. But if there are, then how difficult is it to come right out and say, look, what this terrorist organization Hamas did, which is not, which is drawing a distinction from my native country, Palestine, or my, uh, uh, my homeland, Palestine, you know, this, uh, role-playing here, Rashida Tlaib. It's a it's a separate, distinct entity, and we 100% condemn what Hamas has done, senselessly kill hundreds of Jewish people. Rashida Tlaib could not even bring herself to say that. So you got to ask yourself why. And Casiglieri, if we have these uh, audio clips ready, let's see. Uh, I'm going to start with cut number one. So Guy Benson, whose piece at Town Hall I was just reading, he was on the um, special report panel. A special report is the weekday programming. I believe it's on from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Time on Fox News Channel. Brett Baer is the host. Guy Benson appeared on the panel, and I don't know who the panelist was. doesn't really matter. But apparently this panelist was making this argument. Well, Representative Tlaib, certainly she's not pro-Hamas. She's pro-Palestine. Is it Leslie, Leslie Stahl? No. Leslie? Leslie Stahl's a 60 Minutes correspondent. She, oh. she definitely was not on that panel. Okay, okay. There's a Leslie in the comments here referring to who was making the comments. It's Leslie somebody. Okay. I just... Whomever it was, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Guy Benson uh, on this special report panel... Uh, replies to this panelist who says, you know, Rashida Tlaib, she's not, she, of course, isn't pro-terrorist, pro-jihad, pro-Hamas. She's pro-Palestine. There, there, There's a distinct difference here. Well, cut number one, Guy Benson had some things to say about that. I would call it effectively pro-Hamas, actually. And when you see the clip that we just played, the crowd starts shouting shame, not at her for lying about what happened, not at the people who actually bombed the parking lot at the hospital, they didn't actually destroy the hospital, but at Israel, the Jewish state that isn't responsible for what happened because they are fixated on a narrative for various reasons that everything is always Israel's fault. What an absolute disgrace that she and other members of Congress, a handful of them, are perpetuating this lie even after the evidence has come to the fore. So there you have it, and a very effective... Uh, takedown there by Guy Benson. I, I mean, what would happen 
if these far-left progressive members of Congress came out and said, look, multiple things can be true. We are very much pro-Palestine. We believe the Palestinian citizens have every right to exist and to live in dignity and not feel fear for their lives. But we unequivocally condemn what Hamas has done here. I mean, how, how difficult is that? What would, what would happen to them? No, I mean, it just they're giving up the game here, especially in light of the awful things Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib have said about Israel in the past, that they can't even bring themselves to say, look, we have plenty of squawks with the Israeli government and the Israeli military, but my God, what happened two weeks ago where citizens were literally being woken up in their homes, pulled out of their homes, kidnapped, and they're still being held hostage, and some of them have even killed, and, and, and these killings were done live stream, these unconscionable slaughters and the way they desecrated the body of children, that, that can't stand. That's, we unequivocally condemn that. that. This shouldn't be difficult. And yet, they're twisting themselves into pretzels trying to get around this, and they look like complete soulless ghouls as a result. And Ilhan Omar barely survived a primary challenge in the 2022 DFL primary. Okay, because that's basically the general election in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. And I already talked about a few months ago where a prominent pro-Jewish political action committee was going to be funding a challenger for Ilhan Omar. You better believe that those efforts are going to be stepped up in earnest as time goes on here. And Rashida Tlaib, I, I know nothing about her congressional district, if it, if it is at all plausible that she could get a Democrat challenger in her primary. I, I honestly don't have any idea. But, yeah, Ilhan Omar, I think, could be very vulnerable in the Democrat primary in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District. So, yeah, there definitely is more to say about this when we come back. And are available to take your phone call, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Chad in Hudson is on line one. Chad, if you can hold during the break, I promise to take your call when we come back on the Northern Alliance Radio Network with another segment with me, Brad Carlson. Go nowhere. Did you know that radon gas lurking in your home could be dangerous to you and your family's health? Standard Water Control will protect your household with their advanced radon mitigation system. Their professional mitigation team helps eliminate radon to improve air quality in your home. Contact Standard Water today for a free consultation. Protect your home and your family's health with a radon mitigation system. Discover the peace of mind improved air quality gives. Book today at standardwater.com. That's standardwater.com. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at crazy low prices. They have access to great prices and discounts at over 500 different airlines. Plus 300,000 hotels and rental car companies. Their prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money 
you'll save. You can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find the best price for you. Call SmartFares today and get ready to see the world with a fat wallet. 800-989-0841. 800-989-0841. That's 800-989-0841. Hey, listen up. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girly girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right, a gun store. We're a family-owned range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. It's so fun to go to work and see my parents, brothers, and sisters. We all work hard, but leave it to the boss, a.k.a. my dad, to get us off task. There's always one in the family. In this season, I'm preparing for my first shooting competition called Tactical Game. Being my first competition, you'd think I'd start out small, but nope. I have a go big or go home attitude. This event not only takes shooting skill, but physical fitness. And some of these competitors are professional athletes. Ugh, I'll need to recruit some help to ensure I don't feel miserably. Watch my goofy family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. There is no downtime with us. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. Colorectal cancer doesn't stop for COVID-19. Hello. I'm Dr. Cecilia Brewington. If you are age 45 or older, it's time to return to care and get tested. The government requires insurance companies to cover not only colonoscopy, but a range of tests, including virtual colonoscopy and other less invasive exams. Talk to your doctor about your options today. For more information on virtual colonoscopy, visit radiologyinfo.org. Hey, welcome back. AM 12 and the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And don't forget, we do have a live stream of the broadcast up and running at our Northern Alliance Radio Network Facebook page. So just go to Facebook, do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Give our page a like or a follow if you haven't done so already. And uh, Wild Wilson has weighed in uh, via our uh, live stream. And uh, Diane, is it Kewen or Kean, uh weighs in as well. She says if Hamas put down their weapons, there would be peace. If Israel put down their weapons, they would be annihilated. That is 100% spot on correct, Diane. And that's kind of the point I was going to make this segment, but you nailed it. I don't need to say any more. Appreciate the uh, uh, con- contribution to the broadcast, Diane. That's exactly right. And that's exactly right. That's what I was getting at is Hamas is a terrorist organization. Their goal is the destruction of Israel, desecration of Israel. And that's not so no amount of ceasefire is going to stop that. And the fact that Congresswoman Ilan Omar and Rashida Tlaib aren't aware of that fact, or they probably are, but choose to ignore it, is absolutely stupefying. So, uh, as promised, we do want to get to Chad's call. Chad in Hudson is on line one. Chad, I appreciate your patience. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to bobtail on what you just brought up. If you have two sides that are willing to negotiate for some type of a a peace that they can live with, and Israel has been trying to do that for the last 60 years, and it's never, ever worked. The two-state solution does not work. The solution, when one of the groups 
states on their platform very clearly that what we exist for is to exterminate the Jewish society. When that's where you stand, all that's left is to arm good men to go out and take this evil out. That's all that's left. Appreciate the call, Chad. Yeah, you're spot on. And it's interesting when shortly after these terror attacks were taking place, uh, Israel was started, the government was starting to lift a lot of their gun control statutes and allow citizens to arm themselves. Huh. So you're telling me that uh, it would behoove governments to allow law-abiding citizens to arm themselves in the event of some sort of hostile or tyrannical actions by an enemy? What a concept. What a concept. Yeah, we'll be talking about Second Amendment stuff uh, in the uh, 2 o'clock hour, that is for sure. But Chad makes a good point, and, you know, Frank Fleming, uh, he's a uh, prominent writer, used to, I know he used to write for the uh, Babylon Bee. Uh, He put out a tweet, like, five years ago, and it's as true today as it's ever been, where he said, I think you're always going to have tension in the Middle East when there's people who want to kill the Jews and Jews who don't want to be killed and neither side is willing to compromise. I mean, that, that, that's just it right there. That, that is everything. It was kind of said to be, you know, uh, demonstrating absurdity by being absurd, kind of the old Rush Limbaugh mantra. But, but, but that's actually this whole conflict in a nutshell. These jihadi terrorist organizations don't believe Israel has a right to exist. And Israel believes it has a right to exist, and they're going to defend themselves. And isn't it amazing? How so many people, they don't react to violence in the Middle East until it's actually Israel perpetrating the violence. And whenever Israel is perpetrating the violence, it's probably approximately 100% of the time when they're in the aftermath of them being attacked. And the again, I, I, I said at the outset, I shouldn't be surprised by the anti-Israel and anti-Semitic sentiments that are being conveyed among so many many outlets and from so many supposed adults in the room. But I do have to admit uh, I am taken aback. Uh, Let's listen to uh, Consigliere if we have this. Let's uh, start with cut number two. Uh, Professor from Ivy League School, Cornell, uh, by the name of Russell Bickford. This is cut number two. I'll just let I'll just let this statement stand for itself. Go ahead. It was exhilarating. No. It was exhilarating. It was energetic. Oh, yeah. And if they weren't exhilarated, no, by this this challenge to the monopoly of violence, by this shifting of the balance of power, then they would not be you. I was exhilarated. So it was exhilarating. Uh, Professor Russell Bickford said he was exhilarated, uh, basically calling Hamas terrorist attacks exhilarating and energizing, because apparently they were they were acting on behalf of of oppressed people. So there, he later kind of walked that back when he was called out on it because this was captured on video. But you know, internet's kind of forever. So if you want some more. Uh, 
anti-Israel sentiments across certain media platforms. Sky, a SkyNews.com reporter interviewed Israeli Defense Forces spokesperson Jonathan Conricus. And just listen how she frames her question with Mr. Conricus and his response to this. So, uh, Consigliere, this is uh, cut number three. Go ahead when you have a shot. Well, for more on this, I'm joined now by Lieutenant Colonel Jonathan Conricus from Israel's Defense Forces. A very good evening to you, and thank you for, for joining us so late in the day. We've seen your evidence then on that hospital explosion in Gaza. Do you accept, though, that those people would not have been sheltering in the vicinity of a hospital like this if you hadn't bombed them out of their homes? Okay. I think your question is very unfair, and uh, we could go back and ask, had they not been there if Hamas hadn't launched a murderous attack on our civilians and butchered a thousand civilians and raped women and mutilated bodies of Israeli civilians and taken uh, almost 200 hostage. Where shall we start? Yeah, she, did, she couldn't uh, readily reply to that. Talk about a leading question. Hey, you know, uh, if they hadn't been there, you know, they wouldn't have been there in the first place had you not bombed them out of their homes. It's almost as if these people deliberately ignore facts that undermine their narrative, which is rooted in in being anti-Israel. The fact of the matter is, Israel, when they are going to launch their counteroffensive, they warned civilians, get out of Gaza because here's what we're going to do. And we've got the firepower to do it. And so when these people try to get out of there and seek refuge elsewhere, they're threatened by Hamas to stay in the country. Because jihad, uh, Hamas, again, it's all about the propaganda war. That's why they set up their operations in hospitals. Because they basically want Israel to bomb them back to the Stone Ages. Because by their code, you know, they're, they're made martyrs and... And they win the propaganda war because, oh, look at this. Israel's bombing this hospital where all these civilians are. And our own members of Congress are swallowing that pap. Like the tweets I read earlier from Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib. Well, I'll, I'll reread it. Here, Ilhan Omar. Bombing a hospital is among the gravest of war crimes. The IDF reportedly blowing up one of the few places the injured and wounded could seek medical treatment and shelter during a war is horrific. She buys it hook, line, and sinker. Our, uh, uh, someone who is representing a congressional district right here in our state of Minnesota takes on terrorist propaganda. Because, again, this is by design. They want to expose these people, these citizens, to harm, to this Israel counteroffensive, counter to win the propaganda war. What, what, an, what an absolute nightmare. I don't know how Western civilization as a whole can, can survive all this. It, it's an it's absolute disgrace. And the amazing thing is now you're finding leftists when they're being called to account for conveying basically Hamas propaganda, that all of a sudden they're not so big on cancel culture. Yeah, that's kind of rooted. That's kind of reared its ugly head. This was a whole big thing propagated by by the left. 
you know, they would go back and look at old social media posts from prominent, you know, public figures. Now, for example, Kyle Kashoff, he was a student at Parkland High School in Florida, or uh, Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida. You remember five and a half years ago that awful spree killing that took place where dozens of students were killed. And a lot of the students there, namely David Hogg and, and a couple others, got free media attention because they parroted gun control chanting points. Well, Kyle Kashov actually came out a pro-Second Amendment advocate and said, this is why we need the Second Amendment, because law enforcement, sometimes the response is inept or sometimes it's slow. Even best-case scenario, if response to a spree killing occurs within five minutes, that could still leave several people dead. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, Kyle Kashov, because he had this unpopular stance amongst leftists and leftist media, they plowed through some of his old social media posts and found a 15-year-old Kyle Kashov saying some racist things. I don't recall if he used the N-word, but he said some pretty shocking things, as a stupid, moronic teenager does. And as a result, Harvard basically rescinded his admission to the school. And again, it's 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 Harvard's right to do so, but rightly people look at that and say, well, that seems like a woeful lack of grace on your behalf, the idea that this young man who's now 18 or 19, that he is the same person he was when he was an idiot 14, 15-year-old kid. That seems a little unfair. But leftists defend this as accountability culture or consequence culture. You know, where they plow through old social media posts. Like, if a conservative went to a costume party and dressed up in blackface, well, that that that, that was that was one of the... Remember that? How that was the gravest sins of all? If you ever were seen to have dressed up in blackface at a Halloween costume party, and they reached out to their employer, hey, your employee is doing this, did this kind of stuff. Do, do, does this represent your organization? I bring this all up because there were... Uh, and this is from Carol Markowitz, wrote at Fox News, that Americans have seen something that is deeply wrong at our elite universities, as most of us watch in horror, terrorists kidnap children, live stream the murders of old people on their Facebook pages and slaughtered young people at a music festival. Students at our finest colleges blame the victim and march for the aggressors. And as a result, there was, let me see if I can find that, that excerpt of the story. So, uh, Bill, yeah, here it is. Billionaire hedge fund manager, Bill Ackman, he saw the letter from Harvard student groups blaming Israel for their own slaughter and took the step of asking Harvard to release a list of members of each of the organizations that signed the letter. And here's what uh, Mr. Ackman tweeted. I have been asked by a number of CEOs if Harvard would release a list of the members of each of the Harvard organizations that have issued the letter assigning sole responsibility for Hamas's heinous attacks, heinous acts to Israel, so as to ensure that none of us inadvertently hire any of those members. A dozen other CEOs joined his cause, noting they, too, did not want to hire anyone making excuses for terrorists. Well, as Michael Scott in the office said, my, 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 how the turntables. Suddenly, they don't want to play by these rules. Well, we have a right to our free speech. Yeah, you do. And there's consequences. 
to free speech. Remember that whole consequence culture? It, no, no, it's not cancel culture. It's consequence culture. It's accountability culture. Well, um, I'm sorry. There's a distinction between an adult who dresses up in blackface at a Hollywood at a Halloween costume party or says stupid things as a teenager on social media and citizens, young adults, basically blaming the country who was attacked viciously by a terrorist organization. I think there's a little bit of a distinction there. But again, these are the rules that you set. This is the game that you wanted to play, leftists. You call it accountability culture? You call it consequence culture? Well, then be prepared to live to the, by the rules that you set. Funny how when it turns around on them unexpectedly, they didn't expect it, due, probably due to hubris, that they're all of a sudden taken aback. They're all of a sudden decrying the, the woeful lack of grace from these people. Well, uh, hello, this isn't some mistaken social media post or uh, or uh, off-color social media post. Okay, this is actively justifying the actions of a terrorist organization. Yeah, that's absolutely fair game when it comes to wanting to associate freely. And again, you have every right to speak out in this manner. But that's the tenet of the First Amendment. Government can't throw you in jail for standing up uh, on behalf of a terrorist organization. Okay, You have that free speech to do so. But guess what? We as citizens have every right to not want to associate with that. And a lot of these CEOs are definitely standing up and ensuring that uh, people like this don't ever get hired by their respective companies. So kudos to them. Back with one final segment this hour with me, Brad Carlson, the closer, 651-289-4488 is the number to call if you'd like to weigh in. Back in mere moments. Go to work. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Grandchildren are a gift from God, but sometimes they come with surprise bonus gifts. I got granddaughters now that go to preschool. You've never been sicker in your life till you spend time around kids that go to preschool. It's awful. You want a flu vaccine? Scrape the cheek of a five-year-old coming out of a preschool. And my granddaughter waits till I'm sleeping on the couch and she just walks over and stares at me. And did you know because of gravity, everything in her little mouth is splashing on my face. Comedian Jeff Allen will be in Minnesota on November 16th at Celebration Church in Lakeville. AM 980 The Mission and Mathnasium are proud to present a clean comedy night for all ages. The worst is when they take a drink out of your water. They give the glass back, and there's this six-course meal floating around the top. Jeff's stories are hysterical, and his testimony is deeply inspiring. Don't miss your chance to see Jeff in person. Water shouldn't have 40 grams of fiber in it. That's all I know. Visit am980themission.com today and save up to $10 per ticket. At Salem Media Group, we are looking for sales professionals with a rare blend of talent and skill to be a part of our community. First, you know beyond any doubt that sales is your thing. And while your current situation may not embody this ideal, you are still committed to the consultative process, a sales method that incorporates creativity and partnership deeply rooted in a matchmaker philosophy. Second, you truly are a fanatic about prospecting. You love the hunt. 
You think about new business all the time and always have your antennas up for leads that make sense. And third, you are what we at Salem Media Group call an appointment procurement professional. That's right. You're skilled and adept at gaining a face-to-face audience with key decision makers to investigate win-win opportunities. If this threefold identity describes you, call me, Nick Anderson, General Manager at 651-289-4408 or visit us at am1280thepatriot.com. Officer Tatum here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and all trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of emergency alert systems, keeping you advised on threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Hi, John Wichko, owner of Advantage Auto Glass, your local auto glass specialist. Take the hassle out of windshield repair at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks always for tuning in. And we are here to take your phone calls. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show for comments or questions. And as always, thank you for tuning in. Kind of bouncing off, uh, you know, read uh, quite a bit of Carol Markowitz's piece on cancel culture, how all of a sudden uh, the people who were the biggest advocates for canceling people out of polite society because they did something like, oh, I don't know, maybe uh, let a racial epithet fly when they were a teenager on social media or wore blackface at at a Halloween costume party. All of a sudden those people um, aren't so big on cancel culture when— College students signed a petition basically laying at the feet of Israel blame for this conflict that's taking place. And Charles C.W. Cook at uh, National Review basically comes out and says, Wow, my God, who could have all, who could have seen this coming, right? I'll just read a quick excerpt from this. Again, Charles C.W. Cook, National Review. For more than a decade now, our universities, our media, our HR departments, and our celebrities have terrorized us with a bunch of vicious dogmas that, it turns out, they never believed in for a moment. In the name of diversity and inclusion and equity and any other abstract concept that might plausibly be recruited to the obscurity side, Americans were asked to subordinate their freedom, their conversations, and their consciences consciences in order to the personal preferences of a handful of unelected arbiters of taste. And then, one terrible day in October, a real barbarity was staged, and within a few hours of the rules being applied to its apologists, the whole, enter- the whole enterprise was revealed to be a brittle sham. Who among us could have predicted that? And again, this is a this is a story that is as old as time. You remember back in early 2011, the awful shooting that took place in Tucson, Arizona, where Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords was having a coffee with your congresswoman, where a bunch of constituents gathered outside a coffee shop to listen to Congresswoman Giffords uh, give a speech and you know take questions and whatnot, and some crazed gunman who turned out was apolitical. 
but it didn't matter because that was a good narrative. Uh, ended up killing a number of people and almost killed Congresswoman Giffords. Thank God she survived. But they said, the, well, the reason that that happened was there was a crosshair symbol on a map of Congresswoman Gifford's congressional district. And this was on a map from Sarah Palin's political action committee. So that was an all-too-convenient narrative. Well, Sarah Palin, former Republican vice presidential candidate, put a crosshair on Gabby Gifford's uh, congressional district, and look at that, set off a gunman. That was the narrative. And it was complete bullcrap, but that's what they went with. And the media tried to say, well, we need to set a new tone. We need a new tone. We need a new tone. You know, they tried to be these moral arbiters saying, well, we're above it all. We're we're ever righteous. We're not like Sarah Palin using these gun analogies. So we're going to stay away from uh, turns of phrase like crosshairs or caught in the crossfire or whatever else. And it was impossible to live up to that standard because saying caught in the crosshairs was a completely benign statement. It didn't mean literally trying to kill somebody. Or the whole Me Too movement when they tried to hijack that. Their their thing was they could entrap Donald Trump, you know, because Donald Trump's indiscretions with women. And then it turned out it got turned around on them when when Democrat Congressman Al Franken and John Conyers got caught up in their own Me Too scandals. And so it blew up in their face. The point is, progs try to set these standards, some sort of moral code, but it never sticks because so many of them don't have any morality is what I'm going with. So, once again, this is an exploding cigar in their face. And um, enjoy, Progs. These are the rules that you set. With that, hour number one in the books, hour number two coming back in mere moments. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance, Radio Network. Back in a few. Closing time. Turn all of the lights on. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. My dad says I'm his pride and joy. My mommy says I was her big surprise. My mom says I'm her best helper. I'm adopted. My dad says I was a gift. That's right, kids. Each of you are a miracle and a blessing from God. Hello, my name is Angie. I work with Pro-Life Across America. The Billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant and in need of confidential counseling, including alternatives to abortion or post-abortion assistance, please call Pro-Life Across America at 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at Pro-Life Across ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. Please help support our life-saving outreach. A baby child is being 18 days from conception. At AM1280ThePatriot.com, you guide the conversation. Mike Gallagher, ProLife. Dan Coulter, has a warning that by the time Republicans wake up to the reality of abortion politics, there will be no elected Republicans left. And Anne is right. Hate to break it to you, we have now lost in every single state on abortion issues 
since Roe v. Wade was overturned. Republican women are going to vote Democrat on this issue of abortion restrictions. And I hate it. I'm talking Republican women, not, you know, blue-haired progressive hippie women. Leave my body alone. That's what they're saying. Visit am1280thepatriot.com. Click on Hosts and search for whatever's on your mind. You'll find a deep archive of intelligent commentary. C.S. Lewis once said, Education without values seems to make man a more clever devil. A Christian education is the solution to this problem and can be yours for half price for your child's first year. TwinCitiesTuitions.com and area schools are working together to make this a reality for families just like yours. Now you can equip your child with the knowledge and moral foundation needed for them to make an impact in today's world. To see the full list of participating half-off tuition institutions, go to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. 